Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on Sunday, the 17th of October, 2021, and it is pouring here in Escazú, and it is pouring for hours, <laughs> and this is, this is like the rainiest month, really, although we did have some beautiful days this week, but the rain is coming down hard right now, and, and it was sunny and beautiful this morning, and then sunny and beautiful for a little while this afternoon, and then it just continued to rain, 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 rain. So, you know, my garden will look beautiful, the rainforest will be lush, and that is, that's what we have to be grateful for, because, you know, without this, it's gonna, it'll get very dry. So, anyway, here we are. We are at the 17th of October, the moment we have been waiting for, the Rocktober moment, when the last two planets go direct from retrograde, only within hours of each other. And so these are the stories of the week, okay? The big stories. And the stories are Jupiter goes direct. Well, you know what? In my region of the world, it's 1130 tonight. If you are in the Eastern time zone, it's 1.30 a.m. If you are in the Pacific time zone, it is 10.30 p.m. If you're in Australia, you know what time it is and et cetera, et cetera. And tomorrow, Mercury goes direct, which I'm sure everybody's happy about. <laughs> Mercury goes direct 11.17 a.m. Eastern time, which means it's 9.17 a.m. on tomorrow morning in Escazú. And thank heavens, because that means I won't have too much of tomorrow without Mercury being direct. <laughs> so it's an amazing thing. We got through this month, and it has been unprecedented. I have to say, people are telling me how exhausted they are. I was exhausted, as you know, as I've told you. Um, this is a big turnaround. This is a big, big turnaround. I saw my shaman on Wednesday. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you, dear Bear Claw, because he was amazing. And I had a really good session and my energy is restored because he said he could feel that I was depleted. And so if you're feeling depleted, I suggest you go connect with your favorite healer and go do something. Because even though I did things like take naps and rest and it, you know, my spirit was depleted, my energy, my physical body was depleted, but my spirit was depleted as well. So whoosh, it's, it's been quite a month and it's only the 17th. So the dust will settle in the coming days. Jupiter is going direct after five months, four months of retrograde. And I think it went retrograde in June and now Mercury after three weeks. But this has been a whopper of a Mercury retrograde because Mercury has been involved with these other retrogrades. You know, it was stationing direct, you know, during this time that Jupiter is going direct. And last weekend, it's like every week there was somebody that was either Pluto or there was Saturn last weekend. And, you know, we had, you know, Saturn last Sunday. And I definitely felt the energies each and every time. You know, I felt a transformative breakthrough when Pluto went direct on the 6th um, with that new moon. That was powerful. Uh, however, it did feel like I had to assimilate the energies of a direct Pluto, you know, returning from the underworld. Then when Saturn went direct, I, you know, it felt really good initially. I was like, ah, oh, good, Saturn's direct. 
And then like the next day, I definitely felt and heard from people, you know, who were worried about, you know, certain laws and rules and restrictions and their life and what people are saying and authority figures. And, and I was like, I, that just like my energy just went whoosh, sailing right out of me again on Monday. So even though Sunday night when Saturn went direct, I felt better and good and like, yeah, this is good. We're, we're moving forward now. People were, you know, worrisome on, on Monday. And I just, I had to calm people down <laughs> and, you know, I was, you know, mostly friends here in Costa Rica, but, um, you know, I had, I had to calm a friend down <laughs> in any case. Um, but things, things are moving forward. I definitely felt the shift of energy when the moon went into Aquarius the other day. And I talked about it on my Instagram, how the moon was shifting from Saturn to Jupiter because Saturn is earlier in Aquarius and Jupiter is later. Jupiter is at 22 degrees. And so this is good because it gave us this transition. And I think it's amazing that the moon was in Aquarius those couple of days, you know, Thursday, Friday, because last week, you know, a week ago when we were here, the last time we met, Saturn was turning direct. This week, we're talking and Jupiter's turning direct. And I feel like the moon escorted us away from Saturn and towards Jupiter. And that's when I really felt the energy starting to shift because, and it was, you know, took a few days this week. And, you know, I had a real sense of the moon passing over Saturn and then being in between the two planets of Saturn and Jupiter and then passing over Jupiter. And today it went over Neptune. So, cause it was in Pisces, but this is, this has been a real shift challenge moment. <laughs> Can you keep up with it? Can you keep up with it? That's the question. So, Rock in October, Rocktober, here we are. And so what does it mean when Jupiter goes direct? It means that the energies that we experience that are Jupiterian, which is expansion, travel, abundance, opportunity, optimism, um, philosophy, beliefs, those things start to move forward. It means that the things that we believe in, or if we if we believe in some universal force or something, a higher power, Jupiter, remember Jupiter in mythology is Zeus. And, and so he was like the God of gods. And so if you believe in something, you know, maybe your faith will be restored by something now. You know, I'm glad Jupiter went direct after Saturn because Saturn is where our faith gets tested and we feel insecure and all our insecurities come up. But as we move through um, Aquarius and we get to this Jupiterian moment, I have to say this is this is a really positive experience. Now I have had experiences where Jupiter goes direct, and you know it was the end of a story too. And um, you know that means that Jupiter going direct is a recurrence for me. And you know it was it was the beginning of a new story, but the end of an old story and, or the end of the end of a, the, the line, you know, for something. And I was reminded of that the other day, one of my friends contacted me and, um, 
you know, it had to do, well, my, I'll just say it, my late partner passed away on the station of Jupiter 11 years ago. So he, he died when Jupiter was going direct. And my friend contacted, one of our friends contacted me the other day and he's like, I miss him so much. And I said, oh, it's the station of Jupiter. Like why all of a sudden this time after 11 years does our friend miss my late partner? I miss him so much. And I thought, wow, oh, it's Jupiter. That's right. So, you know, while it was good for him to pass because he was in pain, it was bad for us, the those left on Earth. And that's a very Jupiterian thing. And because Jupiter is a journey. And, you know, my our friend and me and other people who loved my partner, um, we had to go on a different journey than John did. John passed, and that was that's a big journey. Passing from this earth to another world is a very long journey. I have had other friends who passed away, like Jupiter went over some a friend's moon and she passed away. And so Jupiter is the expansive. It's being released into the into the ethers in some ways. You know, Jupiter used to rule Pisces before Neptune was discovered. And so there's that nether region, the spirit realm of Pisces and the moon is in Pisces today. So I think it's interesting that Jupiter is going direct just as the moon is in Pisces. Um, and that is a very profound thing. It's like, you know, there's a certain amount of surrender in Pisces. And so here we are surrendering to this big Jupiterian force, this energy, you know, Jupiter's bigger, bigger, the big planet, it's the protective planet, but you know, it was going to be okay in the end, you know, um, it was better for a person to pass who is not happy on earth or is not feeling well on earth, who is, who, you know, my partner was very sick and so was my friend that passed. So when Jupiter touched them, you know, it was, it was by grace and, I, you know, my partner had a lot of grace in his passing from, because Venus was going direct at the same time. So, and there you have it. Um, but we've got Mercury going direct and I bet everybody's happy about that. Now, Mercury is opposite Chiron and Chiron is the wounded healer. And so Mercury opposite Chiron is, you know, you got to go back to like September 8th, which is the last time they opposed each other and what was going on in your life then. Um, and I remembered what was going on in my life at that point and, you know, I had a little reminder of it today and it's, it was fine. It was good. It was all, it was all good. And, you know, but Mercury and Chiron are opposing each other. And it's like, I woke up this morning and one of the first thoughts I had in my head was like, wow, I feel really confused. <laughs> I don't normally wake up like that. <laughs> Thank God it was a Sunday. <laughs> And I just thought, wow, I'm, I'm really confused. And I felt confused for part of the morning. And I'm like, what do I want for breakfast? Oh, yeah, breakfast. Yeah, how do I make breakfast? <laughs> what do I have to do? Um, yeah, breakfast. Okay, wow. Um, and that was absolutely positively a moment, you know, when, when I thought, okay, I have to get a grip here and and. I knew it was Mercury. I knew it was Mercury, even though I still had another 24 hours before Mercury was going direct. It's stopping in the sky. It's opposite Chiron. And, you know, there are certain wounds we talk about and certain things that 
you know, we needed to express Mercury's in an air sign, you know. So confusion, yeah, brain, the brain. Air signs are working with the brain, you know. It's not your feelings, it's it's how your mind is working. And I just was like, okay, you know, forget it today. Just, <laughs> it's Sunday, and we rest today, and we take some rest, and we take some time. And, of course, I did things, but but just do something you know, that sort of restores your brain rather than works it too hard, you know. Um, yeah, I know the New York Times crossword puzzle comes out on Sunday and every, well, the big one on Sunday, and people like to talk about working the brain, yeah. Um, anyway, for those of you who do that puzzle, anyway, um, so now we are moving forward. We're going to be moving forward in the next 24 hours or 12 hours, actually, and it should be a really positive experience as everything moves forward. And, you know, again, these are the last two planets. That means the planet of abundance and the planet of thoughts and intellect and articulation are moving forward. And they are, you know, you know, still we can get information revealed to us as they move forward. We can make connections that we didn't make before as things move forward. We might still might hear from people we haven't heard from in a long time as things move forward. And, you know, the dust is going to settle. Mercury, it's not like Mercury goes forward. It's like, okay, back to normal. You know, I, I, I still recommend giving it a breather before you, like, announce something new, start something new. Just, just take a breath and cross your T's and dot your I's and reread re the, the script and make sure everything is correct and there's no typos and things that are complicated, you know. Just, just take a breath and allow this Mercury retrograde to settle a little bit and then, you know, move forward. Um, Mercury had squared Pluto twice in the initial stages of its retrograde. It will square Pluto again, but not until early November, okay? So we don't have to worry about that just yet. It will be November 2nd. And so one of the things that are, that's, you know, we go back to revisit is Mercury going retrograde and what was going on at the time. Look back in your journal. How were you feeling around, you know, the 25th or so, 20th of September when Mercury was getting ready to like it squared Pluto and then it moved away and then it came back and squared Pluto again. And, you know, how was that feeling? What was that like? What, what kind of information did you get and what kind of experience did you have? Um, you know, that Mercury square Pluto on November 2nd will sort of finish that story, thankfully, thankfully. So that's good news. Um, and so we move forward. We start to move forward. And it's been, you know, an interesting experience. Look, you know, I can't say that this is... Um, you know, we're going to just feel better tomorrow. You know, we may feel, I usually get like, I feel a breath of relief when these things move forward. And then, you know, by the end of the month, by, by the end of the week, the end of the month, I mean, the, and the month is only another two weeks. Here we go again. Where has October gone? Um, you know, as it, as it moves, as everything moves forward, it, then we can start to get back into the swing of things. Then everything will really start taking off and, you know, taking its place and then we start to clear our heads and you know this is this is a month to be to be remembered I learned a whole lot this month I learned a lot about myself um I I am definitely definitely um 
feeling better than I was, but it has been a depleting month for many people. And I highly recommend that if you do feel depleted, that you, you know, like I said earlier, go to see your favorite healer. Maybe you could take a couple days off, take a long nap, go get some healing, go do something that's going to restore your body and restore your spirit because it's really important after all this. And this is another layer that comes forward. So, you know, I learned things when Pluto went direct. I learned things when Saturn went direct. I am learning, I'm sure I'll learn things as Jupiter goes direct, Mercury goes direct. Um, and they were big stories. They weren't, you know, they were some things in my life that related to big stories or, or things in my life that were experiences and, and things posing questions for me that I need to answer. Now, if you have questions that you need to answer, well, then you have to think about those after tomorrow, okay? I have had things come up that I really questioned in these last few days, and I said, you know what? I can't do this right now. I, I can't, can't, I can't. I sound like my, my New Jersey self. Um, I cannot address these things before Mercury goes direct. I have to really sit with them when Mercury um, moves forward. And but, you know, thank you, universe, for bringing them to my attention while Mercury was retrograde. You know, there's, there's things. And there are things that I don't want to make decisions about. And they might involve, like, decisions of, of you know, that may cause me to have to shift things that I didn't plan on shifting. So, you know, um, anyway, they're not huge things. They're just things. And so we move forward. We move forward. Now... There is, uh, on another note, a full moon this week. So two weeks ago, when Pluto went direct, um, we had a, a new moon in Libra. And now we are going to be, this is a big week of shifts, okay? So we've got the direct planets. We've got the full moon on Wednesday, which is the hunter's moon. And it's in Aries, and it's a 27 degrees Aries. So we are leaving you know, Aries is opposite Libra. We have the sun in Libra. Therefore, the moon, when it's full, will be in Aries. So that's the last couple of days before Libra ends and Scorpio begins. And so the so we're having a full moon. So what's an Aries full moon? Aries is full of energy and assertiveness and, um, you know, a feeling of being powerful and making decisions and uh, being a bit of a warrior. Well, you know, the moon is going to square Pluto um, before it actually becomes full. So it becomes full, you know, about uh, 9 a.m. my time, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time. And it becomes full... And, but before that, in the wee hours of the night in this region of the world, um, the moon will square Pluto. So on its way to becoming full, the moon is going to square Pluto. So Pluto's involved in this full moon. And Pluto's at 24, Capricorn, and then the sun and the moon are going to be at 27. So there's, you know, what we're having today is a sun square Pluto. Um, and that's intense. You know, the sun squares Pluto only twice a year. You know, it's an opening square, closing square. But the sun got ready, already squared Pluto, and then the moon will square Pluto when we have this full moon on Wednesday. 
but it'll be the middle of the night in this region of the world. So, you know, as it's becoming full. So there may be some intense emotions associated with this full moon. And so we have to think about that. We have to think about that. Like, what is this all about? You know, we are, we are gathering this energy, this full moon energy. You know, the moon is swelling and it's getting big and it's rising and we can already see it. And well, I can't see it in the sky. It's pouring rain, right? So um, it's, it's, you know, it's building up to this fullness. So this is, this is very powerful. It's a powerful full moon because it's going to be squaring Pluto. So intensity, intensity. Okay. So that's another thing that's happening. So we got three things, Jupiter direct, Mercury direct, and a full moon that's squaring Pluto. So this is, this is powerful. Okay. And you're like, Deb, is it ever going to stop? When is it going to be calm? You know, I always used to have people asking me that. When is it going to get better? That's what people would say. When is it going to get better? Well, define better. <laughs> what is better? It's going to get more intense. It's going to get less intense. It's going to, you know, there's crescendos, there's ups, there's downs, there's cycles, there's full moons, there's new moons. It, it's life, you know, it's life. And, um, you know, I follow and I study German new medicine. So it's always about conflict and resolution, conflict and resolution. You go into conflict, you go into resolution, you go into healing, you, go, <laughs> you know, and, and it's like my cousin said to me, a couple of years ago, she said, I'm always in conflict and resolution. I said, that's the point. We're always in conflict and resolution. Day after day, it's conflict and resolution. And some of those are bigger than others. And that's why, you know, um, to me, German new medicine makes so sense, so much sense. But, um, you know, conflict and resolution. So when is it going to get better? That's up to you. Do you, and it's up to your perspective. And do you feel that it's going to get better? Um, or do you want it to get better? Well, then it's going to be good for you. Great. Change your perspective. Change how you look at things. Change the way you see things. Okay. So one of the things that I have to say, and I've been thinking a lot about, is that, you know, Aries is this new, this full moon. So that's, you know, Aries is the warrior. And Aries, the, the signature words for Aries are, I am. Whereas, you know, um, Taurus is I have and Gemini is I think and and stuff so you know Aquarius is I know Pisces is I believe okay or I sense I don't know but I know Aquarius is I know <laughs> I know um but but what's really important is that I am is its identity right it's the identity it's the experience of self I am. Chiron is in Aries. It's not part of this full moon, but it is part of the Mercury station forward. And so Mercury rules the North Node in Gemini right now. Chiron is in Aries, which is about I am. Mercury is about I think. Um, Libra is about I balance. So balancing your thoughts is really important balancing I am and the other person you are. I am, you know, Aries is I, Libra is you, you know, the person across the table. And so while Mercury is opposing Chiron, the sun is going to be opposing the moon. And there's a lot of, you know, identification. Aries is about who, you know, it's I am, it's the identity. And what I find also is, you know, in astrology, we say things like, um, like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm an Aquarius, I say. But really, what I should say, and I'm not judging myself, but 
it would be more appropriate to say, I have the sun in Aquarius. My sun sign is Aquarius. Because once we start to say, I am, like I say, for shorthand, I say things like, oh yeah, I'm a Venus Pluto. And to the uninitiated, it's like, oh, you're a what? <laughs> to those who know astrology, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I'm a Venus Pluto. I'm a Sun Mars. So I'm, I'm revealing to all of you my chart, right? I'm a Sun Mars. But I have the Sun and Mars conjunct. I have Venus and Pluto in opposition. But for shorthand to other astrologers, we talk to each other this way. Well, since you know you're a, you're a Sun Mars Deb, blah, blah, blah. And it's shorthand, and astrologers speak their own astrospeak, their own language. But it, what I realize is we're putting labels on each other. We're putting labels on ourselves and each other. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, well, you know me. I'm an Aquarius. So, you know, I blah, 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 because I'm an Aquarius. Or because I'm a Venus Pluto, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm a Sun Mars, so you know I'm going to do this. As opposed to, and it puts people in categories and puts labels on people. Um, so I'm going to try to watch my language more and say, you know, and people say, oh, you're an Aquarius. Yeah, I'm an Aquarius. I have the sun in Aquarius um, because for a couple of reasons. First of all, I have had many people come to me and say, so what's my sun in? And I'm like, well, your sun is your sign. And people say, oh, really? Yeah, your sun is your sign. Like, you know, if your sun is in Capricorn, you're, you're a sun, your sun sign is Capricorn. You know, your birthday, you say, I'm a Capricorn. That means your sun is in Capricorn. My birthday, you know, my sun is in Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. Um, you know, your sun is your sign. And... Labels, labels, labels. Labels can join or divide. And here we are in division with the sun and the moon in opposition. Mercury and Chiron in opposition. There's a lot of I am in Chiron. There's a lot of I am in the moon. We need to watch out for the labels because my late partner, who I mentioned before, did not like labels. People shouldn't identify with and he named things like Democrat, Republican. Um, you know, he was from England, so he would say the liberal Democrats. That's what they had over there, the liberal Democrats. Now, here that sounds, well, here and not here, but in the United States, that sounds like a redundancy, right? The liberal Democrats. Um, back in the time of, last week I mentioned Hamilton, you know, back in the time of the revolution and after the revolution, there were the Democratic Republicans. Well, that to us doesn't make sense anymore, you know, right? Because those are two different parties. But history has its way of changing things. Okay, so, but there's lots of labels, and politics is one of them. Astrology is others. We pick labels all the time. The, the you know, there's lots and lots of labels, and they it makes us call each other things, and it puts the division deeper in our consciousness. So my advice is stop the labels, okay? Um, you associate or you're comfortable with these political standards. You probably don't agree with everything. Maybe you like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I'm an independent. Yeah. Well, Aquarius is independent. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, the, as I said last week, the country is very divided in the United States. There's lots of divisions everywhere. There's divisions all over the world right now because people are labeling each other. Stop the labeling, okay? In this moment of I am with Chiron in 
Aries opposite Mercury, which is stopping in the sky. In this moment of I am with the sun and the moon opposite each other, the moon and Aries, okay, this Wednesday. Think about what you are labeling yourself as or how you have labeled others and try to stop doing that. There will be less divisions when you do that. Okay, so that's really important. That's my sermon for the week. All right, in the meantime, Mars is going to trine Jupiter tomorrow. Yeah, good job. Mars in Libra, trining Jupiter. Lots of energy. As Jupiter goes direct, Mars is making a happy aspect to it. This is great. This is like get up and go. Hopefully you don't wake up confused because Mercury is stationing direct. Um, <laughs> um, in the meantime... Mars is then going to square Pluto on Thursday. So Mars is busy. Mars is busy, okay? Mars is like making that trine and then, ooh, squaring that Pluto. So, you know, again, divisions, hard angles. Ooh, Mars and Pluto, seething energy, seething. Okay, Mars is in Libra, though. So Mars, Mars might seethe and not necessarily do anything about it um, because it's too polite or it doesn't want to be polite in Libra, but it's, it really needs to like kind of hold its tongue a little bit. And then we go, the sun goes into Scorpio on Friday, Friday night, um, this region of the world. Um, you know, shortly before midnight my time, and it'll be on Saturday morning elsewhere. Or, yeah, shortly before midnight. Yeah, like an hour before midnight. Um, early Saturday morning in other regions, like, you know, the, the East Coast. So... There we are. The sun changes signs this week. So we've got Jupiter going direct. We have Mercury going direct. We have full moon. We have the sun changing signs. We have Mars very busy speaking sweetly to Jupiter and then having a duel with Pluto on Thursday. But Mars and Pluto are buddies. So, you know, it's intense energy. It's passion. It's warrior energy. But try to be, you know, it's a polite warrior. Mars is in Libra. Um, so... This is very, very powerful energy shifting this week. Now, next week at the end of the month, the end of the week and the end of the month, Mars is going to leave Libra and go into Scorpio and be a whole lot happier there because Mars likes Scorpio. It is the traditional ruler of Scorpio. So Pluto and Mars are going to have a little powwow this week and then Mars is going to say, okay, I'm going to take this information and go into your sign, Pluto, our sign, and later the week after. Um, there will be that that shift of Mars into Scorpio. So we still have Mercury in Libra. We still have the Sun in Libra. We still have Mars in Libra this week until Friday when the Sun leaves and goes to Scorpio. And so things get more passionate, more intense, more powerful. And so the I expect that the end of the week or the middle, go, so the first half of the week is about like the direct stations, you know, about the Jupiter and about the about the Mercury and everybody's moving forward and Mars is trining Jupiter and yeah. And then somewhere around, around Wednesday, we start to get intense because the full moon squares Pluto and then Mars is going to square Pluto the next day. And then the day after that, the sun goes into Scorpio. So things get deep and robust and lusty and juicy and Scorpionic and Plutonian. And, you know, it's, that's when like, People up north really start feeling that October vibe, that deep 
autumn juicy vibe, okay? When the days get shorter and the crispness is in the air and the leaves are turning colors and and it's kind of kind of sexy, right? Right. So, think sexy not in power struggles, okay? Mars Pluto can be a bit of a power struggle. Please, please, please try to be gentle with one another this week. Think of how happy it is that Jupiter's going direct. Think that we are happy Mercury's going direct. Take that nice energy through the week and remember, you know, this is one of the things Joe Dispenza says, when you get up from your meditation, that peace you knew in your meditation, you want to take it through your day. So that peace you may know from Mars trining Jupiter and Jupiter going direct and Mercury going direct are things we want to take into the rest of the week when things get a little hotter, okay? Turn those things into creativity and passionate ideals, okay? That's what we want to do this week. We want to turn those like Plutonian energies into something passionate and creative, okay, and sensual, whatever that means for you in your life, as opposed to combative, the moon is in Aries. It's ruled by Mars. Mars is going to be getting ready to square Pluto. The sun, the moon is squaring Pluto. This is this is a big deal. This is like, ooh, intense, intense. Okay, so try to not let things get to you. Don't get obsessed. Don't get too um, aggravated. Just go with it. Turn things around. Mercury's going direct. Hallelujah. We're going to be able to like communicate clearly again. Okay. Okay, and boy, that half hour went fast. So, um, good news, good news. October continues. I mean, you know, Mercury and Jupiter going direct is going to really help things. So, we're this is going to be very, very, very interesting because we have this is this is it. All four planets will now be direct, and then we get a whole lot of Pluto and Scorpio this week. So, we're going to be. Um, diving deep into the underworld and into the, into the, the, um, you know, they always say the lusty month of May from, from Camelot, right? So this is now the lusty part of October as we go into the, the deep, you know, powerful, juicy areas of the Zodiac. Okay. So I bid you a lovely, gorgeous, beautiful week and happy, station directs of Jupiter and Mercury and wonderful thoughts. Keep your energies and your emotions elevated. Keep yourself positive. Do not get dragged into any warrior battles with Aries and Mars and stuff like that. Okay. So I have great gratitude and thanks to all of you for listening. If you'd like to reach me and have a session, go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Click on book online. If you want to just watch some more of my chit chat on Instagram, you can go to my Instagram, the golden astrologer, and you'll see some videos of what I have to say about things. And I'll have a lot to say this coming week. Um, if you want to hear more, just tune into the podcast every week. And um, my Twitter is at Deb Astrology. Facebook is a Golden Astrologer. And I will be in this seat next Sunday night for us to have another lovely discussion. So um, I bid you a lovely week. And remember, take care of yourself. Get your energy back. Feel good about yourself and going forward. 
thank you, thank you for listening. Much gratitude.